0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are here with our very first episode of Musical Mondays is what we're going to call it. Uh, Musical Mondays with Wex and my guest today is Tommy Marquez. He's also my guest for the upcoming fitness episode that we're going to be doing. So he's he's pulling a twofer on this one. But um, Musical Mondays, he and I were talking and texting back and forth and like, hey, what, what kind of music do we want to do? And I like to give it up to the guest to say, what genre do you want to be in and then kind of build it from there? And we landed on 90s and 2000s rock. And when we landed on 90s and 2000s rock, we thought, how cool would it be to create our own musical festival? So we are going to make a music fest. Right, we haven't even named it. We'll have to name it, we'll to name it or do something. But um, the amount of anxiety that I have in going back through the nineties and 2000 and trying to narrow down a list is ridiculous. So tell me, first of all, <laughs> thank you for doing this because this I think is going to be just epic. Um, especially the stuff that you and I were talking about back and forth. So thank you for being here, man.
1: Hey, my, my pleasure, man. This is, this was awesome. I, uh, you know, it's so funny. I, I, I felt like it was the universe, like aligning because I had, uh, uh, one my favorite band has released released an album in the past year okay. and I was just kind of like listening to it and getting back into it and um, I was thinking, oh man, I need to go back and, and listen to some of the 90s stuff because my <laughs> my dad is my my one of my music, musical inspirations for loving rock and roll and alternative rock and everything that, all the different forms of rock that came through the 90s yeah. particularly as I was kind of building my musical repertoire and and so I, I was like, oh man, I need to get back into '90s and alternative and rock, and and then you texted me you're like, hey, you want to do this music thing? I was like, <laughs> yep, I know exactly, I know exactly one of the ones I definitely want to do.
0: Okay, well, so here, so here's the thing, and I'm and I'm building this playlist. The cool thing about this episode is that I'm actually building a Spotify playlist. So as we go through this music, I'm going to try and add it on there. And even if not, I'll go back and, and add it on. And then when we release the episode, I'll actually release a link to the playlist so people can go and listen to it. So if, if you have no idea what music we're talking about, know, certain music, and you're like, I have no idea who that even is, um, you'll have the opportunity to go and listen to it. So it's going to be... Um, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be fun it's gonna be epic so so here was kind of the so so when we were trying to figure this out uh, here here's kind of the ground rules that that we said we are going to do a pre show opening act and these are like I'm assuming I'm not gonna know anybody that Tommy's going to to name possibly he's probably not gonna know he'll know one of them if if he leaves it on the board for me he'll he'll know one of them and um these are kind of like out there no name like maybe didn't even have a hit like some of these guys were in completely different like scenes and uh but they were special to me as you know in in growing up you know in my teenage years and and early 20s so the kind of that pre-show opener you know the 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 nobodies that nobody you know people have never heard before but they hear them at a at a big show they're going to see the headliners but they hear these guys at the show and they're like oh oh, these guys are kind of kind of legit. All right. So I am going to... I, do you want to go first? Or...
1: Oh, uh, this is this, tough, man.
0: This one's going to be tough.
1: Because uh, for these pre-show, I feel like a lot of people who are around in the 90s but like, oh, yeah, I forgot about them. Yeah. Like, they had one really popular song. Um, hmm. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, Let's see.
0: And it's funny because you're tapping on on your keyboard. I'm tapping on my keyboard. We're like. I'm literally like going through. So
1: I have. uh, There's there's a couple. Okay.
0: You want to you want to go like one for ones back and forth?
1: Yeah yeah yeah. Okay. Let's do that. So the first the first pre-show, you you will anyone that really loves like the the kind of like weird kind of broody somewhat grungy rock, will there's a band called Live that has a song yeah. called lightning crashes oh my god that and uh, that everyone I'm forgets about
0: pretty sure like the video of that like mm-hmm. when i when i originally saw the video of that on mtv like tears like it, oh, it yeah. was just like oh so my gosh good. such a good song oh,
1: so good um and i would uh, yeah that because I, I want you to, pe- I want this to be since this is going to be a nostalgic type festival. Oh yeah, I want this to come back and rekindle really a song. That, like we're only going to get one song, and I want it to be a song that you're like, oh yeah, I love that one back in the day. Yeah. So.
0: Okay. So I'm going a completely different route. So this is one. Uh, this is a a band that I saw, and let me preface this with, growing up, I grew up in a really. Um, really religious like christian household you know very you know very traditional that sort of thing but like we were also the kids that had the you know the cds or no i'm sorry cassettes (laughs) stuffed stuffed in jacket pockets because we're in florida and nobody ever checks jacket pockets because we never use them of our favorite rock bands and and things like that and i won't name who they are just because we're you know we're talking about you know i don't want to i don't want to impede on any picks but they are actually back in the 80s so I can go ahead and say that it was Def Leppard. <laughs> ah, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. You know, there 80s, we go. 80s 90s but you know Def Leppard, you know, hysteria, you know, we bought that that album a couple times but also in you know being raised in, in the church and things like that, we had these bands that would come along that were really trendy for for Christian music but like you would never know <laughs> that they were Christian <laughs> bands. Yeah. So I went to this little small church that had this one band called plank Eye. and they're a California band. They are absolutely just crazy. And yeah, I'm talking like a, a, like a 30, you know, like a 30 by 30 room with them and another them. And they opened or they had an opener called seven day Jesus who actually did some mainstream stuff. But this band Plank Eye was just that gritty, grungy, just like they were they were legit. They were so much fun. And in this little small packed room, a whole bunch of kids just moshing and just like going back and forth. And just that that grunge punk surf style music. Um, so that's my opening pick. It's Plank Eye. And, and the song I'm I, if we're if we're going with just one song, there's a song called Open House. Um, uh, there's a song called open house and then there's a song called it's a perfect day, Jerome, which those mm-hmm. two songs are just, they go back and forth. So you'll have oh, to man. listen, you'll have to listen to it when, when it goes on the playlist, I'll, I'll send it to you, but they are, they are, they're legit they're, and, and a lot of fun to be in that small space with.
1: So I actually think I'm going to swap who my first person is, <laughs> okay. um, Cause I I really like uh, the one hit wonders at in this this slot for uh-huh. you like walking you're like oh man because it gets everyone in the right mood and there's irony in this song <laughs> okay. being the opening song of the festival um, <laughs> and its title so it's from a band called Semisonic and it's closing time yes uh,
0: I love that song
1: and which uh, a lot of people have misinterpreted the uh, the intention of the of the song. Uh um, okay. It's actually it's actually referencing this. Uh, I believe this lead singer's first son being born, the first kid being born, huh. and the whole closing time. You gotta like, you gotta like, you gotta come go. out. Yeah. It's it's basically like the son being birthed. It's like you gotta you uh. Like, you don't you gotta go home, but,
0: but you can't you stay can't here. Stay
1: here, yeah. It's it's the process of the child coming out into the world. Nice. Um, so yeah, um, I I I that was the song that like I remember. I think it came out in '96. Um, was right at the beginning of that whole TRL phase. Uh uh-huh. um, And and you know you know MTV, VH1, everyone's like, oh my god, this song is so good. It was the song that was played at like every Graduation that year for like two years before Vitamin C came out. Yep. And, and then everyone's like, oh, wait, what happened to that band? They're, oh, yeah, they actually weren't really that good. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, they had a couple of, a couple of decent songs, but yeah,
0: yeah. but uh, everybody knows that song. I mean, any bar, any wedding, any like, y- you can play that song anywhere and people know it. It's, yep. yeah, I-, I like that pick. My, so. What do you say? Two, two or three more for the for the openers?
1: Ooh, we uh, go. It's up to you. I, 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 I have after. The, so that was my second one. So, Semisonic and and, and uh, Lightning Crashes. I got two more if we need it. I have two more. Okay.
0: Okay. Go for it. So the other one. So going back to the MTV area era. era um, do you remember the show? It was a it was a reality show on mtv called sandblast mm-hmm. and one of the announcers was his name was peter king and yep. he was uh, it was him and summer sanders was the was the other was yeah. the, the female oh, yeah. announcer and peter king and they had a or summer sanders didn't but he had a band called dakota motor company and oh. it's a, it's a surf heavy, like super California, like the, the song I'm picking is called wind and sea. And it's just, it it goes back to my, you know, my roots of what I listened to, you know, in the, in the early nineties of that, that kind of punk style, you know, punk style, surfer skater type deal. I never mm-hmm. did any of those things, but <laughs> I listened to the music. <laughs>
1: Oh yeah. Uh, so I, Deco- I love it. So go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. I was gonna say I I could not get into that like that genre style or like the punk rock or the surf rock, like skater stuff, like dub rock, West Coast. That's a whole nother catalog of music for yeah. me. That like, you know, being from California, being a skateboarder growing up, like you know, being right in that prime Tony Hawk demographic and everything from like, you know. The Sublime Days and all of that, that dub rock, West Coast Rock, yep. Beach Rock coming up. That is that is a whole nother beast in and of itself for me for well, sure. Well,
0: I, I pulled up a playlist of two of thousands and or nineties and two thousands. I was like, Oh my gosh, there's no way. There is <laughs> <There's> no <laughs> way I can narrow this down. But I digress. I did. I I, I, yeah. have, I mean somewhat. Also yeah. also remember we have a dive bar pick at the end. For those bands okay. didn't, that didn't quite make it to the festival, but they're at the dive bar mm-hmm. down the street <laughs> playing playing their songs for uh, for you know all the people that didn't didn't go or the after party either way, so love it. I got that. Um, all right, so your next your next pick.
1: So um, this one is I actually like this song. Came up popped up in my Spotify feed not too long ago. It actually made my year-end spotify because i listened to it so many times <laughs> once i got it back into my rotation yeah um so everyone knows who bob dylan is right mm-hmm. but his son also was a very was a somewhat popular musician back in the 90s and he played and he fronted a band called the wallflowers oh, and yes. they, they they had a song that i absolutely love it's one of my favorites, um, it's called One Headlight.
0: One Headlight, yeah. And it's
1: been covered a few times. Um, it's an awesome song. And to me, that was like, oh, you can see some of the DNA of his dad in that song in some of his intonation and when when he um, almost like kind of the speaking, singing parts yeah. where he's got kind of like that, you know. But uh, it's – I love that song. I think it's great. I think it's it really highlights his musical talent. The wallflowers didn't really take off as much as m- most people had thought. I think he didn't really want to lean into like being Bob Dylan's son as much as he could have, which I respected. Yeah. Absolutely love that song. It well, was, um,
0: I didn't, I, I actually did not know that it was Bob Dylan's son.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. J- Jacob Dylan. Yeah. But
0: I pulled him up. I'm, you know, so I got my Spotify, my computer right here. I'm, I'm pulling it up and it pulled up and it's his picture as the picture for the wallflowers. I was like, Ooh, yeah, it looks exactly like his dad. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. It,
1: once you see it, you're like, Oh, I can't unsee it. Yeah. But. No,
0: definitely not. All right. So the next band, you're going to laugh. I know you're going to laugh. And this doesn't necessarily have to be the last one of the, of the pre-show openers. It could be anywhere in here. It is a, I would say unknown unsigned band that both you and I know. And, um, uh, you know, actually, one of the members very well. <laughs> I noticed it. I noticed it. <laughs> I'm going to go with Cousin Dale.
1: <laughs> because I have to. I just have to. Um,
0: and for those of you who are listening, if you don't know, go back to, I don't remember which episode, but our episode was Sean Woodland, the uh, Tommy Marquez's counterpart and bass player for Cousin Dale. You know, just a little unknown dive band, you know, dive bar band in uh, in California, doing a yep. uh, doing their thing, man, doing their thing. They're
1: on spot. They're on Spotify. Oh, I know.
0: No, I've listened to their whole anthology. Like, yep. <laughs> I'm one of the less than thousand people that have gone on and listened to it. Um, it says
1: they have 15 monthly listeners. <laughs>
0: I think it's <laughs> I think it's actually the the band, <laughs> um, but I mean I have to pick the show the song punk rock show, actually no yep. no 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 divided we conquer Ooh. divided we conquered okay. is we the go. is the is the one I'm, I picked both of those but divided I mean it's two and a half minutes and a minute forty eight for those songs so you could you could play them both <laughs> you, could, yep. you could do it both just, it's, just, it's the rolling of back to back rolling back to back people never know it's 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 good. So that's my that's my last pick because I had to throw that one that in pick. there. I didn't know I didn't know how how vague you or how how out there you were gonna go with the with the pre show openers, so I had to I had to save that one. So that, I, I uh, oh go ahead.
1: I'm, I just I just looked at the rest of my lineup. People are gonna be pissed. I have people that are openers that could very well like
0: oh for sure you know for sure. I mean yeah. when you're picking when you're picking. I mean I have. I have two headliners listed. Um, one is almost cheating, but we'll get to that. We'll get we'll get to that. Um, so openers. So now, so so we've gone through the pre-show act. That's where people are still coming through tickets. You know, the gates aren't even really open yet. <laughs> people people hear the band and come to the stage. Now we've got you know the reason some people show up. We got the openers and two to three bands. I've literally got probably fifteen listed here. That could all go in this spot, and I'm having a very hard time deciding who's going to go where. And I'm basing it a lot off my my adolescent age or my adolescent years uh, growing up. So go ahead with your with your first opener, and I'll see how many of you mine you knock off this list.
1: Okay, so um, so seeing that we just came off of the Wallflowers, a little bit more indie. Um, oh, oh we
0: yeah, we oh, we got to we got to back up and and tell people. Remember, we're at we're the way we had talked this out is you have one stage, and I have another stage, so you can kind of bounce between the stages and get the different you know get the different acts yep. and you know see who you want and kind of bounce bounce back and forth. So that's kind of how hey, we're envisioning it in our mind.
1: Grab some food, go to the bathroom, rehydrate, dehydrate, <laughs> whatever you gotta do. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Open so open up okay. a
1: pit, whatever you gotta do. Um. So, so I, we're coming off of the Wallflowers. Um, I want to keep it a little bit more on the indie side of Alternative. And okay. um, this band, I think, is like quintessential quintessential 90s. Um, they had, f- I think, four or five albums at least in the 90s. They've since reworked a ton of their their top stuff. Um they did a whole remastery of their um, their of their like probably the album that that sent him into this launched them, uh, Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness is the album and it's from a band called The Smashing Pumpkins. Oh yes. And and so I think they have a way, they have some songs that are so like kind of out there a little bit in terms of the tone and the vibe of it. And then they really start to like hammer it down out of nowhere. And I think their range as like an alternative band is really encapsulated uh, in that range. And um, I absolutely love them. I, I mean, do we? Do you want me to give songs for it or?
0: Well, uh, give me, give me. Let's say two like two or three songs. Like what? What are they opening uh, with? Like they they are starting the openers. So what are they opening with? I know what I'm thinking.
1: I have I have three songs total from them that I would love. Okay. Tonight Tonight is probably my favorite from them. Bullet with Butterfly Wings and what might be what they end with in 1979 uh, are like the three like that. Al- I can listen to that album front to back. Yeah, but those ones I absolutely love. Um, All
0: right, so I'm gonna put those three on the list on, on the list Yeah, here.
1: those
0: are. Um, I actually thought you were gonna open with Today.
1: Oh yeah. Oh, know. oh yeah, that's that's a good one. That's <laughs> off the the '93. That's off the three album. Ah, oh, that's my. Rotten that apples. might be a better pick. That <laughs> might be a better pick. Ah oh, man, because I uh, I can hear uh, I can hear hear Billy's voice just like coming in on the two day like. Oh yeah, that's a good one.
0: Okay, so throw that one. On. <laughs> we'll we'll, we'll, th- we'll throw that one on there. Well, you know the crowd's asking for an encore. <laughs> They're not letting him leave the stage. All right, we'll we'll throw that one on there. Um, so I'm going to I'm going to go with a pick that probably was my introduction to, not really introduction eh, maybe uh, 95 96 kind of going in that vein. This band kind of and and I think you wanted to stay away from it with some of the other the other styles that you were talking about. Um
1: 311. Ooh uh, yeah.
0: yeah. I, I had to jump in with 311 and the cool thing is, is I've actually reintroduced my kids to Three Eleven. So, love Three Eleven. I had a proud dad moment when my daughter from the back of the of the van, which her birthday actually is Three Eleven her her birthday is March Eleventh. Ah. So I was like, "Oh, listen to this band; it's Three Eleven, the same as your birthday." And uh, and down, all mixed up, beautiful disaster. I left Amber off the list because it was two thousand eleven. Mm -hmm. But I mean, that's by far their biggest song. But down, like the first time I heard "Down," I I I was in. I was hooked.
1: Amazing. It was it was that's an Amber. It's funny you mentioned Amber. I feel like that was a retroactive song, so everybody heard that, and who weren't familiar with them and went, "Oh, what's the rest of this catalog that they got behind it?" Like, damn, they've been putting out music for a while, and they and they're still putting out music.
0: Oh yeah, and and it was kind of. They weren't rap, like you know, kind of that, uh, you, no. like down. Have that? They're not Cypress Hill. No, they're not Cypress Hill. But, but you know, kind of like, um, like punk rap, I guess you would say. Like down, they have those, you know, those breaks where they're not singing. I mean, they are, yep. you know, kind of, kind of hitting that stride. So we're gonna add them to the list here. So I've got yeah. down. I mean, they're starting off with down. They're playing all mixed up. And then ending with beautiful disaster. Mm-hmm. So that's my that's my three. I'm 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 putting those three in. All right. So next up, I think I think you're gonna freak out on the next Ooh. one too, unless <laughs> unless like I said, you're you're stealing them.
1: So I am going to go. So I'm gonna start to lean into the. Uh... I'm gonna I'm gonna get people's like real grunge type uh, like beak wet here for a second before I kind of get back to a little bit more classic alternative. So I'm gonna go with a band that me and my dad used to sing in the car all the time. uh, Allison Chains.
0: Ooh.
1: Yeah. So. um, (laughs) uh, Oh. That that to me that was
0: it didn't even cross my mind, but now it's one of those ones that once you hear it, you're like, oh, of course.
1: They have an awesome unplugged album that's out. It's like twenty covers, like twenty-five years of unplugged. Um, they released in like '96. That's phenomenal. Uh, they're to me, they're one of like the qu- quintessential like like '90s kind of grungy long hair. Like the, you catch them with some a flannel tied around their waist. <laughs> yep. um, the three song, the things the three songs I would put in are "Man in the Box," "Wood," uh, and then "Rooster." A rooster would be the finishing one that i just absolutely me and my dad used to like just shout that song in the car that yeah love it okay
0: is that man okay man in a box first
1: yep all right wood second and rooster third okay funny funny uh speaking of the devil my dad just walked in so
0: <laughs> talking about talking about some alice and chains
1: Talk, we're, we're building a, a 90s, like rock, 90s, 2000s rock festival, and we're, I just picked Alice in Chains as one of my fans. Look at that onion. Want it? <laughs> <laughs> my mom just offered me an onion ring the size of my face. So. <laughs> oh, nice. Yes, please. We can serve those at our music festival.
0: Yes. Giant onion rings. All right, so my next band kind of goes in line. So, so I haven't I haven't jumped into the harder stuff. So I'm mm-hmm. kind of still going a little bit more of that festival fun, like you know, kind of not not pop, but kind of that that festival fun style, like with 311. Um, one of the bands that started bringing DJs into the mix with scratching and remixing and th- things like that. And my next band is Incubus.
1: Yes, uh, I'm so I'm so glad you put them on because <laughs> I that pushes uh, that that pushes the envelope a little bit for me uh, outside of where I was trying to go. Yeah, one of my favorite bands. One they, of my favorite. Oh, bands they
0: sure. are an amazing band. The the three songs that I picked from them again hard to pick. Um, but pardon me, Stellar, Nice to Know You i just mm-hmm. amazing amazing songs um and one of the
1: it, best concerts i've ever been to i and
0: and a lot of these i hadn't been able to see like i didn't mm-hmm. get to see them they're not a ba- they're, they're not bands anymore you know they're not touring anymore yeah. or anything like that and yeah. just you don't get to you don't get to see them and uh Oof. that band is one of the ones that me and my buddy would just like we drive down to orlando and just crank it and listen to it all the you know an hour and a half two hour drive just cranking the album Mm -hmm. um you know and and to to end their set with nice to know you just yeah
1: that's amazing that's,
0: that's that's yeah you just can't can't get better than that
1: oh i i love it i um i saw them in 2010 At the Santa Barbara Bowl, which is if you're ever in California and you have a chance to go see a a show there, it's amazing. It's like a mini Red Rocks. It's like built into like this big rock hillside. Yeah. Um, You look you look to the right and there's like the ocean right there. It's it's amazing. It sits in Santa Barbara, which is a beautiful town. They played Incubus. I think it was for they just had an album come out. Um, Let me find it. They they were they were touring for. Which one was it? Uh, well, they were no, it wasn't. It was after Light Light Grenades had already come out, okay. and they were still touring. Whoops, accidentally hit. some, I'm sorry. Because um, uh, monuments, they were they were promoting Monuments and Melodies, which was kind okay. of like a greatest hits type album for them. And they brought a, a sitar and played like a twelve minute version of Aqua's transmissions that was oh. like it was like transcendent. Like I was you know, I was feeling good, having a good time, and I was just like enthralled by it. It was like you could have just you could have beamed up the entire you could have beamed up the entire like venue up into a spaceship right then and there. It was amazing.
0: That is oh that's amazing. I yeah, they're they're one of my they're one of my favorite. Just and his voice, his voice is just mm-hmm. oh my gosh, it's so clean. It's such such a clean tone, and, I, and that's another thing with uh, with some of the artists that you'll see me pick. It's like their sound, and and even going back to um, did I did I completely miss one of my picks? Mm. I think I did. uh Oh. I might have, I don't know. We'll go back and talk to it. We'll go back and talk about it. Did, I, did, we, did we talk about Social Ghost? No. Uh, oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah, I completely missed one of my picks, Com- completely. Oh wow. Um. So are they? they going to be at the after, the, the, we'll the after party. We'll put them in the after party. Put the. I have to. I have to because they're one of those bands that is amazing. So we'll talk about them after. I know. I know the lead singer. I'll tag. I'll tag him later. <laughs> We talked oh, about your uh, band. I mean, they're uh, not—they—they don't do not they, they don't—they're not together anymore. Um, but just an incredible band. Um, yeah, I, I love tone. I love musicianship. I, I like a lot of that. Now, maybe in some of the other picks, that won't be the case. But for for audio, or not, oh, about to give away one of my other picks. For Incubus, I love um, just their sound, their tone, their musicianship, everything. Yeah. Yep. That's
1: it. Absolutely. I I am a huge Incubus song. When light Light Grenades came out, my end of my sophomore year, beginning of my junior year, and like that summer, oh, uh, it was. That was like the album of my of my summer. And uh, I to this Crow Left of Murder. I mean, you you go you go across their whole portfolio. It's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, big fan of the Um uh, I'm glad you're going this direction because you're hitting a lot of guys like ones <laughs> that I'm like I can't believe they're not in my Festival, but um, so I actually have one more opener. Okay. Um, and you know we we got a little grungy with uh, with Allison Chains, and we're gonna bring it back to a, a style and tone that I think is gonna lead this into my first mid show banger really well. Okay. And so this is a band that I listened to with my dad too. These are all like we listen to in the car rides, to practices, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the Stone Temple Pilots, uh-huh. so I I'll I'll get to that song later. But Vaseline, absolutely love it. Uh, Plush, another great song. Interstate love song, one of my favorite songs of all time. So if, yeah, if so this get...
0: might be a problem for me. Like Uh-oh. like, who who is? stone temple pilots is who's the lead singer
1: um oh my gosh you're killing me uh uh scott Weiland.
0: scott okay never mind okay we're good yeah who who, didn't he lead another band as well
1: you're thinking of someone else okay i think i think you're thinking i I don't want to give away picks yep
0: no we're good but uh We're no, good.
1: I think I think you're, uh, I think, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, Yeah. No, we're, we're, we're good. I think you know where I'm going. Um. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so, Stone Temple Pilots, why my computer is not, oh, that's why my computer is not. It's like, that's not how you spell it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you said Vaseline?
1: Vaseline, plush, okay. and then Interstate Love Song has got to be their last one. It's... If you if I play the ba- the the game Rock Band with my friends, that's my first pick. Off that's immediately I'm singing that one.
0: Yeah, that so th- this is probably gonna be my new gym my new gym playlist. By the way, <laughs> like everything we've oh, yeah. so far, I'm like I want to go lift to this and just go jam out. Um, yeah i I love that. I love that pick. So where I thought this was going. And because this guy leads a whole bunch of different bands and I let it slip a little bit earlier, my closer of the openers, my last opener is Audio Slave with Mm -hmm. Chris Cornell.
1: Chris Cornell. Rest in peace.
0: Rest in peace, Chris Cornell. And I'm going to I'm going to cheat a little bit and I'm going to jump to my next pick with it. I'm going to take this pick and I'm going to take the next pick because there's a there's a segue here and it's a it's a it's a tribute. So Audio Slave coaches like a stone show me how to live his voice again another one of those voices where i'm just like i wish i could sing like that guy um just amazing an amazing talent um very tortured soul in mm-hmm. in his music um and you know just in his life in general with with everything that happened and th- i remember when oh. that when that band came out Oops, sorry. Oh no, you're good. Um, when that, when that, when they came out with Audio Slave, because he was on. Who's he with? And that's what I'm trying to. So, uh,
1: so I'll say this now because this is actually the first of my mid-show bangers. <laughs> is Soundgarden? Soundgarden. So he was the lead singer of Soundgarden. That's and right. And that was like my. Oh man.
0: Well, I love. I'm I'm sitting here. I'm sitting here, with with uh, with uh, Audio Slave. Starting off that mid-show bangers with or or ending the openers with Cochise, which is just that Mm -hmm. that kind of I don't even know how to describe how it sounds, but that just drive behind it. Um,
1: Yeah. Oh man, I love it. (laughs) I love I love the intro to that one too.
0: And then and then like a stone is just it. It kind of has a little lull to it, but so much so much feeling in it. Um, there's a lot of
1: soul it is weird as it is to say about like the you know rock but there's a lot of soul to that.
0: yeah Oof. So we end with Show me how to live on the openers hands the mic off to Lincoln <laughs> to Lincoln Park.
1: There you go. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so, to so thats so, that's my
0: that's my segue into my mid my mid bangers.
1: It's the tribute, like dude. Yes. You you have picked literally all of like if I built an adjacent one, you're <laughs> picking all of them because I was like, I gotta have Audio Slave in there, but I'm gonna get Chris Cornell with Soundgarden. Um, I want to have Lincoln Park in there, like a Hybrid Theory is literally the, like that one of the albums of my like middle school. Um, like I oh yeah, Audio Slave's like self-titled debut album in 2002 was just. They came out like they came out guns blazing with that one. Oh, for and- sure.
0: And and that's May- where I was like, Ooh, this band is oh,
1: amazing. just
0: awesome. Um and, and obviously with Linkin Park you could pick any number of songs, but in the end, <laughs> um breaking the habit and then numb mm-hmm. to kind of close out their set, just yeah, those are those just killer that, that's kind of that mid that uh, mid group and it's and it's something you'll never get to see that, like, that's the thing it's like it doesn't matter who they put in yep. nobody is chester
1: oh man it's it was i you know it's funny because i was looking well, as i was doing some research i was looking up a bunch of the history and what was the chester joined a band at one point in like 2017 yep. and it they left amicably i can't remember who it was uh it was uh,
0: it's a big it was a bigger band
1: Um yeah it was a very big band and i can't remember oh it's killing me now i saw it earlier hold on um we'll find it here
0: what what do you and sean always say efforting <laughs> efforting <laughs> efforting sean's uh
1: <yeah. laughs> efforting for sure
0: chester lead singer uh, da, 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 da. Stone Temple Pilots.
1: Yep, that's what. It was. Yeah, I yeah. was like, because I was looking at Stone Temple Pilots, like, oh, he joined them for a little bit, and then it was, just, like, I just don't think it was like the right fit. Yeah, but
0: yeah, I mean, well, it's just like uh, the other guy from Lincoln Park, um, Mike Shinoda, doing yep. doing the other band, and it's just like without Chester, uh, Fort Minor, it's, yeah, and like, yeah. It's like without Chester, it's just yeah. not the same. It 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 isn't. It isn't the same. So okay, so that's my that's my one two. So that that gets me out of out of one and into into my mid show bangers. So you are up.
1: Yep. So uh, I am. I'm gonna open up with uh, with Soundgarden. The the songs that we're gonna have is Rusty Cage, Spoon Man, oh, and yeah. Black Hole Sun. And I love me, me and my dad used to sing Spoonman all the time. Uh, love that song. The, the, um, Black and, hole and this Sun.
0: is this is my alternate list. That is it is funny because this is like, like you said, the adjacent list.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's fun. Like when you talked about, like Audio Slave and like uh, like like a stone. Like Black hole Sun has some of that like brooding like soul of it, like. It's just, all, it, it's, it's weird. It's like, he's got like this defeated sound to him at times. Um, and it seems so bleak. And then it yeah. just like, oh, the song opens up a little bit. Oh, it's beautiful. I, that, that is a, an, a music video I specifically remember because, it, I believe that's the one where a girl is, is a little girl's like eating her ice cream and her Barbie is like melting from the sun. Oh. Um, and I just remember that visual being in my head. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So, well, I would, I would open with Sound Soundgarden, um, and then I have been pulling in some some grunge in the middle of each one of these. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I would be remiss if I didn't have this this uh, this band in there, and it's it's they were such a cultural phenomenon at the time that. Adam Sandler decided to imitate him. Them on Saturday Night Live, um, he had to imitate Eddie Vedder's lyrical oh, yeah. prowess, and it's going to be Pearl Jam.
0: Pearl Jam,
1: All and set. we're gonna ha- we're gonna. Oh man, it's it, the three songs are going to be. Uh, if we're going to end with Black Hole Sun, we'll open with Jeremy because it just kind of like has that same tone. Yep, um, and we'll have. Even flow and alive on there as well. I love like we might finish with Even Flow, even though Alive is like was a little bit bigger song at the time, but I just love even flow.
0: Yeah. I, I and it's it's one of those bands that anytime it comes on you stop the radio wherever you're at and and just yep. and just listen. Listen and sing and jam out to it for sure. Um yeah, I have them, you know, I have them in my corner over here on my mid bangers as well. So they're over there um, with the, there's so many in this, in this section that I just, Oh, I just cannot like, I can't get off of. Um, and we'll go back through and I'll tell you all the other ones that I have, which the list is just ridiculous. Um, oh man. But I'm coming off of Lincoln park. Yep. And I'm going to get a little ugly with this one. Like this one. This Ooh. one is this one is my not. This one is just for the full on effect that happens when you hear the first note of this song, and it is Limp Biscuit. Bre- oh, <laughs> Limp stuff. Biscuit break stuff. <laughs> oh. so, so- yeah, break stuff, Nookie, and Roland.
1: Roland, oh man, you got it. Roland was on every pregame mix that I had.
0: Oh. Absolutely, I had. I mean, you're coming from Lincoln Park, which is, it's it's going to be a tribute, but it's it's, you know, it's just so it, it can be heavy. And then you come with Fred Durst with his hat backwards, with West Borland with his with his uh, contact lenses in, just like oh. looking all blacked out and. Just in your face, jumping, running into everybody. Just the video for that song (laughs) where they had all the different um, artists coming up and singing. They had, I think they had Method Man, Marilyn Manson. They, I mean, everybody jumped into that video to to make it. Um, So um, Limp Biscuit. I, there are distinct memories of me working overnights at a grocery store where the stores closed and each person had their own radio in their aisle stocking the shelves. We're mm. talking two o'clock in the morning with Limp Biscuit break stuff cranked as high as it could go. Um, was it the, the is it insignificant other? I think was the name of the, the album. Um, Just cranked through this grocery store, which normally elevator music, you know, in the, <laughs> in the uh in the speakers and just you walk into that into that store and you're like what is going on in here this is insanity so limp biscuit is my is my banger pick there
1: you, you know it's funny you want know a song uh let's see where is it i what probably one of my biggest like guilty pleasure songs of all time is a Limp Bizkit song called "In Together Now" with Method oh, yeah. Man that oh, absolutely. I absolutely love.
0: Oh, that was on the list as well. Method
1: Man, yeah. Oh, it's so good. Uh, I love it. Uh, um, I mean, it's had... funny that you kind of go ahead. No, I was saying like uh, that. Uh, that is their guilty pleasure band, band for sure, because Fred Durst's lyrics are just garbage, kind of trash. <laughs>
0: Absolute car. Yeah. After I have this whole big spiel about, I love, you know, I love uh, your musicality and vocal just ability. And then I pull out Limb Biscuit.
1: <laughs> so funny enough, funny enough that you kind of go into like, let's start to like break some stuff, you know. Um, I'm going to do the same thing actually with my pick. And it would be easy because some of the band members from one of your previous picks we originally in this band um, that they got they joined together with Chris Cornell. So I'm going to start to dial things up to finish out the mid-show bangers, which a lot of people think they can headline. And I was actually supposed to see them right before the pandemic, but the show got canceled because of it. Um, I'm going to end my mid-show bangers to dial things up a notch uh, with Raging as the Machine. And- oh,
0: so they are on my mid-banger list for sure.
1: And um, it's going to be, it's going to go in reverse order of their release. So I think we're going to start with like the, uh, with a song off Battle for Los Angeles and work back into their earlier stuff. So it's going to, Guerrilla Radio is going to kick it off. Yep. Um, then Bulls on Parade and Killing in the Name, which like I, that song was like, man, if you're talking about like one that at the time, like I feel like was part of like the, I don't know, this, like, anti-movement. You know, it was I was obviously uh, a, a protest against some social injustices and stuff like that that yeah. was seen at the time from them. On their part in, in 1992, I believe, when that album came out. But I remember, was it... There's a famous Ra- uh, concert from Rage. I think it was... Was it at Woodstock back in the day? Where they, like, right. had... They, they, were like tearing the place up. they were like tearing the place apart. Yeah. Like their fans and stuff were like, and Zach De La Rocha is like calling people out as they're like just like ripping down lighting trusses and stuff.
0: Remember and, when uh the drummer climbed up the at the MTV movie awards, like climbed up the, the yes, scaffolding? Yes.
1: Yeah. Yes.
0: <laughs> crazy.
1: Crazy. Yeah. They, um, if you want to co- caught.
0: Yeah, that band it, it, again is one of those ones that you put it on and you, you just want to bang your head, yell, scream, just go nuts with.
1: Between the uh, these two picks for these, like we're gonna call it the unrest hour. Yeah. So wherever you're going, you're just gonna you're gonna sh- you're gonna shake the tree a little bit. So, but yeah, that's, that that's the end of my mid show bangers. Okay,
0: so the end of my mid show, I had to do something for the ladies and this it's hard because i don't think this one necessarily matches with the flow but i think the lead singer of this band kind of it really transcended the band itself and it brought it back to a little bit more fun so, so we—I mean—we we, kind of went crazy with with Limp Bizkit, but kind of still in that same era. You had this band out of California, no doubt.
1: Yep. Uh, yeah. I did. I, as soon as you said "transcended," the band you're like, okay.
0: Yeah, yep. is Gwen Stefani, no doubt. Um, Spiderwebs don't speak. Oh. Um, uh, Spiderwebs don't speak. I'm just a girl. I, I mean, they put that in. Uh, didn't they put that in Captain Marvel? When she was yep. beating the crap out of everybody,
1: Ama- amazing musical score for that. Oh, like fantastic. that was so perfect. Yeah. Uh, Underneath it all is another great song from yep. them. Like that's a little more like groovy. But I remember like Gwen Stefani back in the day was like the coolest chick because oh, she yeah. was rocking like she was rocking the Ben Davises. She had the, like the Chuck Taylors. You know, she had like her hair pulled back tight, and she was like, you know you know, white undershirt type, like rocking
0: and, and super, just, super cool. And just one of the boys, like just yeah. would get down there and just rock out with the guys. It was, you know, so that's my, that's my, you know, cater to the girls. You know, there's, there's ladies out mm-hmm. in the crowd. They want to, you know, need to have a girl up there. Um, Kind of my alternate pick with that. Some of the, the, the other band was Garbage. Um, oh yeah. Which was yeah, fantastic. Yeah. But I couldn't I couldn't put them over, no doubt. I, I just I couldn't do it. Um I was trying to think if there was another there was another band I had, I thought. They were just like one off ones though. So we'll we'll talk about mm-hmm. those at the dive bar. So okay, so that's the end of our of our mid show bangers lineup. So now we're to the headliners. Um I, I got two. I got, I got two.
1: I got two in a surprise.
0: You got two in a surprise?
1: Okay. No, I got two in a surprise. Oh man. So... Uh, yeah, you you can go first you know, with your
0: opener. You headliner. know what? Okay, I got a surprise too. I and I have a perfect surprise because it definitely ties in with with my other headliner. So that so that will tie in. Um, this is probably um, it's very emo of me to to go with this pick, but this is probably one of my favorite bands of all time. If I were going to compare them to anybody that came before them, um, it would be on the level of Queen, as far as oh. musicality, drama- uh, their drama, like in their music, the building of a story, um, and just that that orchestral vibe. And it's My Chemical Romance. Oh, okay. They, they are by far, whether it be guilty pleasure or what, I. Absolutely love that band. Just the Black Parade is so amazingly done. Um, they actually did remix it. So, there's a are you on TikTok at all?
1: A little bit, <laughs> little not bit. a ton.
0: So, I'm trying to you know figure out that whole thing, you know, with the social media. But they did a mashup with Bohemian Rhapsody and Black Parade, and it's Whoa. only the beginning of it. I'll send it to you. Um, because I can't find a full version of it because whoever made it said they couldn't figure out how to like really blend the whole songs you know the, the whole song together but it's the music to the beginning of Black Parade and the the beginning of Bohemian Rhapsody and it's incredible but I mean all the songs that they have that that I would pick um, their closing of course was welcome to the black Parade. Mm-hmm. Um, Teenagers, <laughs> that song. Um, I'm about to be living with a teenager, so you know my. <laughs> they do <laughs> scare me very much. So, um, but some of their other songs that they had, um, Helena, of course, mm-hmm. just amazing. I'm not okay is one of my favorite songs. It's a great song. It's one of my favorite songs to do live band karaoke too. So I've I've actually gotten up and done a a karaoke with a live band um, to that song. And it it was, it's awesome. So those are, those are my three. I mean, there's so many other ones. Famous Last Words, I Don't Love You, uh, Na Na Na, Cancer. That song brings tears to my eyes every single time I listen to it. Just, you know, so that's my, that's one of my, that's one of my headliners minus my One With a Surprise
1: so epic yeah i like that um okay so my my opener for the headliner of the two um we got a little we got a little antsy and i think we're gonna like kind of like kind of still have some like edge to it but a little bit more like smooth i would say overall um, and this is the one, the closest I think I got to some of the like skateboard California style stuff. Okay. Um, and it's going to be the Red Hot Chili Peppers.
0: They're on my list. Yeah. And,
1: and I've never seen them in concert. It's one of the, the bands that I've always missed. Um, and it's something that like, I haven't gotten to see Rage. I never got to see Pearl Jam. Obviously, we'll never get to see Soundgarden. Um, a lot of these people on this list I've never gotten to see, so I would love to see them all in one place. Yeah. Uh
0: so here's the here's the interesting thing for me with Red Hot Chili Peppers. I don't know that I've ever sat down and listened to a Red Hot Chili Peppers album. But every time I hear them on the radio, I'm like, man, I love that song. Man, oh I love this gosh. band. But I but Dude. not but like kind of kind of like in the peripheral, I'm like, I love this band, but I've never like Set out to go buy an album, you know, or or buy the okay. Red Hot Chili Peppers and listen to it front to back, but everything dude, I uh, hear of them is amazing.
1: Oh, dude, Blood Sugar Sex Magic is a phenomenal album. I yeah. absolutely love it. Um, to me, that was uh, what my one of like my vivid memories as a kid. I think it was the MTV uh, uh, Music Awards, and they came out and played, and I think Flea was just playing in his tidy whities um, or, or a sock, and, or a sock, <laughs> yeah, and, and and my dad thought it was the most funny thing ever. <laughs> um, but which is, well, it's crazy because they they've been around since eighty, the mid '80s. Uh, their first self-titled uh, debut came out in '84. Yeah, and and they've just been dropping. It's they're one of the bands that I think, and this, this is this is I would say the theme of my headliners. They're a band that has learned how to stay true to who they are while finding ways to reinvent their sound and stay culturally relevant with the music that they're putting out in a way that's both relatable, but it doesn't feel like, oh, the Chili Peppers are just completely, uh, you know, completely done. You know, like they're completely selling out. I mean, uh, you know, Blood Sugar Sex Magic came out in 1991. And I mean, that uh, one of the songs they're best known for under the bridge was on that album yeah um, suck my kiss is one of my favorite favorite songs from them and then you know the one hot minute was all right uh it was pretty good then they come out with californication, californication and everybody yep. like, was like oh my god they you know scar tissue is great Um, uh, that's probably my favorite song on that album uh californication got a little blo- uh overplayed for me just because the they got a lot of ton of radio play yeah uh then by the way came out and it definitely seemed like they were a a little bit more groovy at the time. Uh, by the way, was great. The Zephyr song. Absolutely love that one too. Um, give it away. Yeah. Give it away. Oh, my dad loves that song. We would just, (laughs) oh, that's a great one. And then, and then, then you're like, okay, well, what's going to come next? And then probably one of their most I would say uh, mainstream, critically acclaimed song. Stadium Arcadium came out and blew people off with like Danny, Danny California, yep. um, and Snow, and, and and people were like, Oh my God, they're coming! And they came with a double disc of it too. It was amazing, awesome, awesome album. So I like, I, I don't think they put out new music since what, like 2016? May I have to look it up? Yeah, I'm looking. At that yeah, I think so. the the last new album, uh, the Getaway. Oh yeah they get away yeah Yeah. give it away oh so good that was that's a great great song and and i think that like everyone like every single member of their band um to me it's just like fits perfectly in this weird collection of of people to where like you know even though uh like some some of the guys like Flea has kind of like this crazy, weird, quirky, larger than life persona, uh, you know, of sorts like but he's like the perfect basis guy. You oh, know, like. uh,
0: absolutely. And you remember them from yeah. uh Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were yep. In the Back to the Future movies. Um, you know, popped in uh, I think in the second one. I think it was yep. Back to the Future 2. Um uh, yeah, so great pick. And they're they're one of the ones I had on there. I'm like, uh like I'm I'm flying around with a whole bunch of other ones. Um. So you said you had a surprise one as well. Yes. Does that go along so with this, these or or
1: this? This is this is the oh, no, it's not for this one. It's so the my overall headliner for the festival is my favorite band of all time. Okay. And uh, are you, are you, Do you have another headliner pick?
0: I have one other headliner, and it ties in with the surprise. So okay. We, I think
1: we both we both have that. So I don't. I, I, I'm i happy to go for it because my, my my surprise is is included as part of my headliner. So, okay. but it's, it, it comes at a weird time. So okay. uh, my, my overall headliner for the show, my favorite band uh, of all time. I think is I do know. Yep.
0: Yeah. That's Foo the Fighters same place headlining. I was going.
1: Uh, to, to me, David Grohl is probably the, probably the most important, like rock. I mean, you without a doubt, the most important rock musician, but I think one of the most important musicians of my generation, and definitely like st- extending into multiple generations too, because you know, it, you know, I, you know, being in multiple amazing bands, but also you know, taking uh, the Foo Fighters and elevating them into you know a, a first ballot Hall of Fame rock, and I think they've been the torchbearers of what we see as like actually like rock and roll. Oh, for sure. For yeah. the, for, probably the last 20 years whereas other people have deviated into different sounds they have found ways to stay true to who they are keep the spirit of what had made the foo Fighters good while also adapting different elements into their music overall um, I have a playlist on my Spotify that has every album front to back on it <laughs> and I that I, I can literally like let that play for I mean forever uh like if you talk about like a couple like, album if I like albums that like changed your life you know i remember when i'll stick around came out and the music video came out and everybody's like oh and this is you know it isn't over for david grohl oh no and fronting this guy and then they followed up with big me which is another great uh another great song and then the album that really like so there was a couple early albums in my life that really shaped, I think my musical preferences, one being green days dookie and I couldn't put them on here cause they leaned too much into the punk rock for me. Yeah, and I've got um, them
0: on my list too. Yeah.
1: But, uh, the color and the shape for me, if like, if there's one album that I had to listen to for the rest of my life and like that song, ju- that album front to back just changed me.
0: Yeah.
1: And I love that. I love that album. I remember my favorite song, you know, it's, it sounds very cliche now because it's become their most popular song ever but like everlong that song the, everything about that song is perfect to me and every but version of that song i've every heard it, i've
0: heard it done hard rock version i've heard it done the acoustic every single version of that song is amazing
1: oh man and and i like i wanted he, he's played it live acoustic for the first time on like you know howard stern i think it was the first time they ever he ever uh, dave ever played by himself everlong acoustic um you know dave girl's a part of multiple bands he's he's in a yep. metal band he's really been like a, a musical uh ambassador if you will i think um he, he's provided so many different quotes about like the path towards like rock, being a rock star and all of these things and uh, he's just one of those guys that like i if i could if i had to pick who i would want to be as a musician like that's him i i when he when he broke his leg um uh, during one of the last couple of tours, I went and saw them um, in Mountain View, and that was when they for the rest of the tour he didn't want to stop. They just built a throne that he could just sit on and play the whole time, and, and they just wheeled.
0: And he continued playing after he broke his leg. That, yeah, that same show.
1: Oh man, yeah. amazing, amazing. So um, I got a ton of songs from them that obviously like I, I would want. I set those two off of their you know first debut album. Um, I want them to open with uh, all my life because oh, that, yes. guitar, that guitar intro like you can I've seen them milk that like intro before the the, the lead guitar hits. and it's just kind of like, oh, what's happening? What's happening? And then as soon as you hear that dun-dun, 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 everyone like goes nuts. And three shows that I've seen from them, Dave has brought out the uh, the clear guitar from the music video.
0: OK, uh, yeah.
1: that, that was kind of like became a little infamous for them. And he played that, saw them at Oracle Arena where uh, the Warriors used to play. Amazing show. Um, I've seen the Foo Fighters probably, you know, a, 10 times, maybe a, a dozen times. Absolutely love them. I'm just going to go up their uh, discography. So like yeah. Monkey Wrench, um, My Hero. Uh, I've already mentioned Everlong. I'm going to have that be the end um, for a specific reason. Um, uh, then we go to, there's nothing left to lose. Absolutely. Love it. I remember my dad bought me that album. Um, one of my favorites, uh, I almost put breakout as the start of it, of, of their set, because it's another really good, like quick, fast song. Learn to fly is amazing. Aurora is awesome. Um, Aurora doesn't quite fit in the, in the musical situation. Uh-huh. Um, but it's still good uh, from, from one by one, you have all my life. And times like these, um, I'm I'm trying to stick to like two songs from that because they did a reworked version of Monkey Wrench on that album too. That was amazing on the yeah. deluxe version. Um, in your uh, In your honor, I'm gonna take uh, Best of You. This song is I'm gonna uh, and especially because there's a two part disc. There's so many to pick from, but I'm gonna stick to one here and p- take Best of You. Yep. Tiffany hates that song because it used to be the song that woke me up in the morning, and so it was my alarm. And so all of a sudden, like every morning when you like don't want to get up, you just hear Dave going, "I've got another confession, my friend," and like everyone's like, "Oh, oh no!" It like it scared the crap out of Tips, so she hated it. Um, just hilarious. Um, they took a little bit of a break and they came out with Wasting Light, which I think at, from their modern era is like an amazing album. And the things that they did with it, uh, I I have I'm like tempted to to take Rope, uh, but I yeah. think my favorite or walk uh walk is great and these days are the these days and walk are my two favorite and they actually did a remix this is is what made me love them so much they did a remix version of rope with dead mouse that was phenomenal i didn't hear that yeah uh dead mouse remixed it on the deluxe version and and he totally like it, it to me i was like that's the open-mindedness around their music to work and collaborate with other people is what made me love them. Um, and then, so I'm gonna have them finish with. Uh, I'm gonna leave some of the newer stuff off because um, yeah. I love a lot of it, but I just don't. I just doesn't have. If we're if we're doing this one time, um, they're gonna finish with Everlong, and they're gonna they're gonna play it normally, and then the back half of the song they're gonna like have a long breakdown and and transition it to acoustic. And Dave's gonna finish it acoustic, and the screen's gonna go black, and everybody's gonna be like, "One more song, one more song, one," you know, uh, call for the the encore. Yep. But Dave's Dave's gonna walk back out to the drums. He's gonna, He's gonna walk back out to the drums, and and I was I was trying to think of a cool way to do it. I was gonna like have a hologram of Kurt Cobain show up. Yeah. And everybody be like, "Oh my God, they're doing the Tupac thing." but then Kurt's going to like jump out on stage and be like fuck that and like kick, and like kick the hologram and it's going to disintegrate. Yeah. And and then the rest of Nirvana's going to come out and they're going to play like a uh a, a, a like we'll say a 45 minute set.
0: Yeah. Which but. I mean you could throw anything in there. It smells like teen spirit, yeah. Come as you are, Lithium, Heartshaped box, I mean any of it. Amazing. And, and that and it's funny that you and I both had the exact same, you know, like final headliner Oh, which is because pr- I have Foo Fighters. And uh-huh. when you t- when you said you had a surprise with it, I was like, Ooh, I got Foo Fighters. Ooh, I can put in Nirvana with that. So, yep. so we could actually have that be like a combined, like that be the final headliner. Like and just go. Yeah.
1: Perfect. It's perfect. I love it. I love it. So, I love it. yeah,
0: so I'll throw, I'll throw some Nirvana on here. Let's, uh, I'm, just, I'm still building this playlist as we go. So this playlist is going to be. Legit, <laughs> <laughs> this is my new favorite playlist right here. This is uh, oh, yeah. what I'll be listening to all the time. Oop, something went wrong. What went wrong? There we go. Um, yeah, we'll add that one too. So many, so many good songs. Oh man, in so bloom,
1: I, lo- I love, I love bloom. Cool.
0: So, a lot of the ones I left off, I'm just gonna run through them because. This is supposed to be a thirty-minute show, but (laughs) (laughs) we just kept going. (laughs) (laughs) What what festival is thirty minutes? So, on my list, I had, um, of course, I had Sublime, Fuel.
1: I don't know if you. Oh, I love Fuel.
0: Um,
1: Shimmer is uh, such a. Yeah. That, that's that's in my karaoke list. That's oh, on my karaoke. Absolutely.
0: Videos. There's quite a few of their songs that are that are on my karaoke list with them. Um Hoobastank, Um mm-hmm. that, it it killed me to leave Jimmy Eat World off the list.
1: So to me that lay, that leans into a I love Jimmy Eat World um uh they to me they edge in a little bit of the rock the a little bit of punk elements. They have a little bit like the like the 2000s, I don't, I don't, I think pop punk is the wrong word for it. Yeah, but they blended some uh, elements of it that, um, yeah, I, they, they, it's, it's kind of hard to describe, but I guess they're, they're, you know, bleed, bleed, American is like one of my favorite albums of it, all time.
0: I would call it mainstream punk.
1: Yeah, it, it, more, mainstream punk, more
0: of a mainstream. Like your punk people are gonna be like, no, like your your true punk you know fans are not gonna are not gonna like it but it's more mainstream um mm-hmm. i had system of a down oh yeah yeah <laughs> they're just so much fun um yep. i had bush Great. gavin, gavin rossdale
1: yeah amazing glycerine yeah uh,
0: um i had the cranberries on
1: there so did i uh, yeah I, they were gonna be my they're gonna be my uh just just so they could play zombie and then bounce. yeah that's, uh, that's
0: that's that they were in my openers you know, just kind of, you know, they'll have they'll have that song and and be out. But I had in the mid in the mid lineup, uh, we talked about garbage. I had Red Hot Chili Peppers. I had Green Day. I had Blink One Eighty Two, which I don't know how we cannot have a nineties and two thousands without some Blink One Eighty Two somewhere in yeah. there. Um, corn.
1: Corn is great. So, so that's the thing. Blink One Eighty Two tiptoes like the skateboard punk too much for me. Like I would have them with like EMXPX and some of the yeah. other stuff like Newfound Glory and um, uh, and like Pennywise and stuff like that. And I corn uh, to me, I put too much in like the hard rock, light metal type yeah. stuff. Uh, some of it like, but uh, you're absolutely right. Amazing bands.
0: Um, so who who are your honorable mentions before we get to our dive bar?
1: So I had uh, if I went some of the indie stuff, I was going Counting Crows. Uh, and in Vertical Horizon, um, I had I actually when before we like narrowed down the stage, I had a I was gonna have a stage that was called the Middle Finger Stage, and all it was, all it was was Creed and Nickelback playing, and it was only those two bands, and it was just both barrels to everybody who hated them.
0: Such a, such a sad stage,
1: <laughs> but but like they combined they combined They sold like over like almost a quarter billion <laughs> records between the two bands oh so it's my like gosh. it's like a, hey you either love us or you hate us and we're, either way we're giving you the burden and we're going to play
0: nice. um
1: each a finger for each band um i i did have linkin park to me I, once i s- focused more 90s i got away from them same with stained uh-huh.
0: um
1: yep I had, I had stained um incubus was on there uh, mo- as a little bit more towards the 2000s for me i had a uh uh not sure if this is rock group uh, which was like three kind of like medium rock bands it was three doors down matchbox 20 and hootie and the blowfish oh, and they were all going to yeah. play together um they were all kind of like rock kind of like jammy you know not quite like heavy
0: very poppy uh,
1: yep very yep. very
0: pop centric on that one <laughs>
1: But uh, yeah, and then and then like I said, like if we had gone, I mean, so there's like the, you know the Sublime and that whole subgenre over there, like that dips dips the toe into that. And yeah. So I I, I tried to try to narrow it a little bit more for sure.
0: The um, so my dive bar, and we'll go through these we'll go through these real quick. I'll just kind of give you the lineup, and <laughs> you can you can laugh away. Um, Blur song number two. Blur. Great. yeah. Um, I like offspring for this. Just as kind of, they would be the headliner of the dive bar. Like just yeah grunge. Oh. Yeah, just grunge fun, it. just like that that whole style. Um spin doctors.
1: Yep. Two princes.
0: Four yeah. <laughs> not four non <laughs> blondes.
1: Oh, okay. What's yeah, up, yeah. you know, what's up, what's going
0: yeah. on? Um presidents of the US United States That's of America.
1: So yep, absolutely. Uh Lump.
0: Lump right. pe- Peaches. Yeah. <laughs> moving yeah. to the country gonna eat me a lot of peaches yeah. and then um this one is just epic lustra scotty doesn't Ooh. know
1: oh <laughs> oh my god <laughs> so i i uh man i i feel like man that's offspring would have to headline that me and sean went to a punk rock picnic uh, co- uh festival in Mountain View, and Offspring was the headliner for that. <laughs> it was like it was like it was like Pennywise, Bad Religion, uh, the Vandals opened, and uh, Offspring played, and they were they were still phenomenal. Yeah, uh, all all four bands were great. Um, the one the one like alternative rock that I had that would have played that would like they basically play one song. There's a song. There was a band I can't remember how me and my dad found. Them. They're called Default. Okay. And they have a song called Wasting My Time and it's it, it jams and oh. it's it's awesome i that that whole album that they have uh uh it's like if you look at like their listens on spotify they got like you know three million eight million and then wasting my time has like 44 million so it's like
0: oh you wow know, up, okay
1: it's like echelons above everything else yeah um but it's from their it's from their like their their big album the fallout which is in 2001 they were like right on the border there hmm. but uh uh that whole song, like that whole album, actually, I, I is to me is like good alternative rock listening. Um, they they have a li- you can get like the lead singer's voice is a little bit of you know some of the other stuff, but they're never quite like it feels like their sound is a little bit borrowed from a bunch of other places, yeah. And then I don't quite have like their own thing, you know. Gotcha.
0: But, the yeah. and the other band that I that I had mentioned at the front end that I forgot to put on my pre show was a band called Social Ghost. Um, They're from Orlando. They're actually an Orlando band, and they're a three-person band. Um, And the lead singer is the bass player. Oh. The most talented three-piece band I've ever heard. And they put out an album in 2018, but that album was actually... They were doing those songs back in, like, 2006. Um, So they originally had, like, a little, like, EP in 2006. And they actually... um, so I've got this back here. So oh. this group right here, here um, is Social Ghost. And this is my, uh, this is actually, I think my birthday party or some, no, March 15th, 2008. Um, so they played at the club that I was DJing at and oh, no I had them all sign, the, you know, sign the poster because they're just such an incredible band. So even though their album says they came out in 2018, they were, like you know they've, they're World one war. of those one of those you know long haul bar bands and uh, mm-hmm. social ghost amazing album uh their their album is called war without a gun and they've got songs like today war without a gun never get back um definitely worth checking out so that's my that's my plug for local scene <laughs>
1: <laughs> epic so, i love it
0: any other picks you got
1: man i could uh, i mean we could go I'll all try. day for sure yeah, yeah. i was to say like There are, let's see, there are. um, I'm kind of going through. I I had blur. There there was like bands like REM and like like Radiohead that are a little like out there for me. Um, Depending on like heavy metal fans will say that like Metallica transitioned to hard rock in the 90s and they became less like metal, which is is fine. There's like there's like spinoffs of all those a bunch of the bands that I mentioned like Temple of the Dog, there's yep. Jane's Addiction too. Um, yeah uh so much good stuff. I I love Weezer, but that to me is a little bit more that that's kind of they're kind of like fitting with Jimmy Eat World with me. Yeah. Like in that in that area. Um, and that's definitely more 2000s for me. Uh, yeah, there's like uh, Goo Goo Dolls would be in like the the uh, the Three Doors Down matchbox 20 collection type thing yep um but yeah that's that's about where i'm at
0: oh man well good stuff i am going to post this lit i can't tag all the bands there's no there's no possible way i can tag all the (laughs) bands on that post but what i'll do is i'll put together a list put it out there and then i'll put the link to the spotify playlist that i've been putting together this whole time and uh, so, all the songs that you've heard in this episode are going to be on that list. And enjoy an amazing journey back into the ni- the '90s and 2000s of uh, of music. And hey, you know, you can take this playlist. And coming up later on this week, we've got a workout coming. Pop this playlist in, and you're sure to PR. That's uh, that's guaranteed. Guaranteed. <laughs> So Tommy, man, thank you so much for inaugurating the, uh, the wex music festival. We'll call it whatever <laughs> the, the, the Monday music and, uh, you know, man, got some great picks and thank you so much.
1: Love it. Thanks, man. Awesome.